All right, here we go. Episode 41 of Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. We're coming to you, uh, we're filming this on Saturday night, coming to you on a Sunday morning. We're going to try to be moving our show to the weekends. Um, we'll see how that turns out. Um, and uh, as you hear something clanking in the background. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would uh, that would be Sam. And there's a, a third voice back there. That's uh, We have another guest on the show this week. Uh, but not for any particular reason other than to just get another voice about what's been going on in the world of sports. We got Josh Carson uh, here with us today. And maybe later on in the show we might have uh, – Ben Welker pop in and say hi. Another voice you guys have all heard. So, uh, guys, how was your uh, how was your week? Sam, Corona filled, baby. Let's go. It's the best Corona way to describe Corona lights it. or what? Corona light? Uh, no, full. Yeah. <laughs> hot and heavy. Hey, hey, I hear you. Uh, you're, you're like scratching around, banging around up there, man. What they got you in quarantine? You just want to get out of what's going on. Uh no, they just canceled our school. Nothing, nothing too big. Oh okay. Yeah, Josh, has William Jessup gotten canceled yet? Or are you still fighting the good fight? No, nah, man, we fighting all the way to the end out here. Masks <laughs> and all that. Canceling <laughs> nothing. School as, uh, size, man. School as size. States that uh, low risk. Nothing oh to yeah. Worry about. Yeah, low risk. They, yeah. they got Aaron out there uh, walking around with a mask. That's I, true. Told, I told him to go to school in a hazmat suit. They finally put theirs online though. But yeah, obviously, I mean. Uh, Sports podcast here. Schools are affected. School sports are affected, um, and obviously professional sports. So I, I, I know you'll transition into that, but everything is pretty much on a shutdown, and we haven't really seen anything like this uh, in our in our lives or even before this. Yeah, and it's one thing, uh, like you mentioned. I mean, we're we're a sports podcast, and I think especially going into last week, I know we talked about it a little bit. Um, but we were mainly talking about the the virus in terms of how it how it related to the world of sports. We weren't going to dive into any medical information because none of us know anything about the uh, the virus medically or anything uh, like that. But your hip bone's connected to your thigh bone. That's what I, I know medically. I said medically about the virus. So if you were paying attention, I tried there's actually. <laughs> I wonder if I could find it. There's actually a good graphic I got sent to me by someone with some details on the virus versus different forms. Let me see if I can scroll up and find it. If you, if you want the, the brief medical info, the source is uh, it's an NBC source. So If you can find, find it, it, then sure, we can give everybody a background. But I think most, of, uh, I think most everybody has a, at least a general idea of, uh, of what's been going on. And before we, before we get to anything, uh, yeah, we're not going to dive too deep into, uh, into how it's affecting, uh, you know, anywhere outside of the world of sports because there are a lot of things that have been going on in the world of sports because of, uh, of the coronavirus. And as a sports show, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing our, I don't want to say job because it's not like this is a job, but our we would do diligence. We, yeah. We wouldn't be doing our due diligence if we didn't talk about it. So, uh, cause it is really the most prevalent thing that's been going on in the world right now. Yeah. Um, so we're going to dive into it sort of hopefully, hopefully because we know that this week, every, Every like every news station, sports station has been giving a voice to what's been going on. Hopefully, we can provide um, some maybe a different angle uh, to all of this, and uh, hopefully, we can keep you guys entertained Yo, this, for the next hour, hour and a half. Jason, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna toot our own horn before we before we get started here, but this better be our highest 
listen podcast because we know everyone out there doesn't have anything to do. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not like it's not like anybody yet is is roaming around now. There is now. no excuse. Exactly. You only got no other options. Limited exactly. options. Unless you want to watch bull riding, bowling, what do you say, WWE? NASCAR. All that's still going on. UFC. NASCAR. UFC. Um, yeah, well, some of the symptoms. Yeah, some, some of the symptoms uh, on this graphic here between COVID-19 and the flu. They both have fever and dry cough. The difference with COVID-19, fatigue, shortness of breath. And then they have listed for flu, runny nose, headache, sore throat, muscle, and joint pain. To me, muscle and joint pain and fatigue, I guess they kind of go hand in hand. But it's the uh, the shortness of breath, less common for the COVID-19 aches and pains, sore throat, runny, stuffy nose, diarrhea, all ugly stuff. But, um, I mean, this yeah. really escalated. Uh, on, on I feel like before this – you know, before all the major sports leagues canceled, starting with the NBA, which tends to be a lot more progressive than um, any other of the modern, uh, any other leagues in modern day, they they ended up suspending the season. The talk on Wednesday it really began to escalate all throughout the day, and they had a board of governors meeting at about three thirty in the afternoon, and they talked about uh, you know potentially playing games without fans. And the Brooklyn Nets Warriors game on Thursday was actually going to be played without fans. Until, of course, the infamous uh, Thunder and Jazz game. And you get both teams on the floor. Gobert was actually not there in the arena. Um, obviously, he's the first one who ended up testing positive for the coronavirus. But um, both teams were on the floor. They were about to play that game before a medical doctor, I believe, I, I forget if he was on the Jazz or Thunder, came running to the refs, tell them, hey, you need to postpone the game. The game was postponed. Shortly after that, it was revealed Gobert had it. And then they tested the next morning. Donovan Mitchell had it. And really, they're shutting all this down to stop the spread. And let's think, if Donovan Mitchell would have played that game, who knows, he could have passed it on to somebody else, considering that the virus lays dormant in the body for like eight to nine days before showing any symptoms. So um, Gobert had it. I know they've tested some guys from uh, Toronto. The Jazz played Toronto recently. There was actually a clip. Gobert shot a free throw. Ibaka caught the... (laughs) ball through the ring kissed the ball he ended up testing negative though fortunately for him and then jason you said someone on detroit um christian wood also tested Mm -hmm. positive so that's three nba players who have it and i think they made pretty much the only decision possible and was followed suit shortly after by the nhl and uh, ncaa for the march madness tournaments yeah so let's uh i want to i want to go back so let's let's take it back to wednesday wednesday was when all of this sort of sort of started to steamroll. I remember I was at, uh, I was at work and, uh, we were, I had just gotten done teaching in class and I was standing off to, to the side with, with some clients and we were talking about the, everything that, that had been going on. And one of them was like, yeah, you know where I, uh, Kings are on tonight. I'm going to go home, watch the game. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I, I totally forgot that they were on tonight. They were playing the Pelicans that night. Um, and, Big game uh, too, by the way, right for the huge eight spot. Game. Yeah, monster. Oh, it's a nationally televised game. Exactly. Only, Boom. Uh, <laughs> they got exactly. like two of them, three of them, maybe. I think it was one. I think oh, that was the only okay. one. Okay, there you one. go. Yeah, and it wasn't even for the Kings; it was for Zion. So right. Um. So yeah, we were, we were sitting there, and then, but just before that class had started, there was uh, there was a, something that came up on Sports Center, on like a lower third, that was saying, "Oh yeah, the NBA is uh, considering canceling." Uh, or considering at least postponing the season, and I was sitting there. I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's crazy that they right. would, that they would postpone that season." So now Gobert had gotten tested, and so you know when they made that announcement, I would have. <laughs> I think 
we can kind of put two and two together, and I could be reaching, but I'm assuming that they were basing, okay, yeah, we're going to cancel this, based on what Gobert tested. Yeah. Like if he tested positive, they had a, okay, yeah, we have a justifiable reason to go, we're going we're gonna to cut this for a second. So we're sitting there, and they end up leaving, and it was about half an hour later, literally, literally, like half an hour to an hour later, looked up at the, the TV, and it was like, oh, yeah. The NBA decided to uh, to postpone the season. Suspend, I was like, wow. wow, that happened fast. Wow. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, yeah, Gobert tested positive for the for the virus. I was like, good Lord. All of that information came out like literally within the span of like three hours. Yeah. Um, and it was amazing to me how quickly the decision got made. And then after that it was just – it was league after league. It was – you know, it was college. It was – all of sports. Like I, I don't even want to say like exclude – um, uh, anywhere because I mean everywhere has been touched. Um, yeah, by, uh, by this. And you, you can even go back to Monday if you want to take it even further. Now we don't know when Gobert had it, but um, the concern of this with it with a virus like this is spread. So they want the reason they're canceling is for containment. Gobert on Monday kind of made light of it, and it was a thing that um, it started trending on Twitter along with his name. And uh, I'm going to be honest, that was, I can't remember a day where I was more locked in to ESPN <laughs> and Twitter just constantly um, than Wednesday. It was like, I was on, I was on my couch. I feel like the whole afternoon, just like, what, what's the update? What's the update? Go bear. Um, the crazy thing about that is before we found out he had tested positive, we see the clip of him in the press conference the other day, touching the reporters, microphones and recording devices basically in laughing, running off laughing, kind of to make a gesture. Um, he claimed that it was to eliminate um, kind of doubts and fears that the NBA had set regulations. Reporters must stand um, like six to eight feet away. He wanted to kind of bridge the gap and say, you know what? I'm not concerned about this. You guys continue to do your job. So he kind of just touched the mics, ran off. Um, but then right before the Wednesday game, he was out with an illness. And then everybody was like, oh, man, he just touched all those mics. Now he's out with an illness. And then it was confirmed it was Corona. And every um, every update, the fact that Rudy Gobert has Corona, it's like super shocked. And then NBA is suspending the season. Again, super shocked. It's just something you've never seen before. And um, Sam, you know what? I'd be interesting to hear your reaction i'm pretty sure it's, it's similar you're probably shocked but you know where you were how it happened it's, it's kind of one of those events in life it's like where you were when it went down so what happened with you so i'll even take it back a little uh further oh take it back oh, here we go so, um i was at the start of practice for volleyball our club team was just gearing up to uh we were getting ready for our big anaheim tournament that's yeah. like a really big ranking tournament for nationals and we were all just getting ready and uh, we all get an email from the university that says that the school is getting moved to um, to online, and we we're like, "Whoa, wow, that happened fast! Like, holy cow!" And then all of a sudden, it gets further to where our school is not allowing us to travel um, next term for a certain, like the first month of the term, right? So then, all of a sudden, our season's done, and that that hit pretty hard so that was like coronavirus immediately affecting and then you get to what happens with the nba and it's like why aren't the kings and pelicans playing right now like what is going on um and then you hear holy cow like one an elite athlete a professional athlete yeah got this 
disease that we were told was an old person's disease. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That was the narrative. And it's like, holy cow, like this man is in peak condition in the middle of his season and he contracted it. It's like, whoa, that just pu- puts everything. It-, it made it real in the sports world. Right. Totally. Well, you know, talking to uh, Jason a little bit earlier, I think one of the things that has been going around media, um, some sources that it's just not necessarily true that this is a very deadly virus um the flu the common flu actually kills more people for uh, per year i think i saw like eighty thousand somewhere around there this has not even killed in, in, up to the ten thousand range still deaths are deaths lives are lives are valuable and it's not good that any have been lost but it spreads uh, but faster than the common flu it'll spread yeah. um this is something that you know if an old person gets it there's a greater chance um, that yeah. they could pass from it but go bear when he got it he said he still felt strong he still felt yeah. healthy he was even considering playing which is pretty crazy to me um but obviously glad that he didn't and well, um, everything worked screw out the uh screw the michael jordan flu game let's get the go bear corona game corona game yeah oh there's some there's some uh tweets uh i'll share one of them was this guy's the defensive player of the year he shut the whole league down yeah um another one was <laughs> I mean, i'm sorry but that one yeah had me dying. yeah yeah he's the dpoy but can't even defend his own immune system that one was pretty funny to me as well um, no, the the king is the Shaq like shocked face, and it's Surge when he realized he guard oh, guarded yeah. <laughs> for thirty six minutes. <laughs> yeah, from well, the, the hot ones wings thing. Yeah, that's fun. And the thing about um, the thing about this, and you were talking about you were talking about the spread. And I think so. So now let's now let's jump to to today and and, and everything that's been canceled. I mean, you have you know the NBA, NCAA. High school sports, Roseville here, high school, just got put on like four weeks. They're done. So they got to go to school um, until like late June, July, right? That's I don't, really... I don't know what they're going to do. But That's they, crazy. But, uh, they, I mean, they've canceled sports. The the Sunday night uh, football league that I play in, that got canceled. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, I know. Well, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just no. saying. Oh, that's I'm that's saying, the hitter oh. right there. Heavy oh. hitter. The the comparison that I'm trying to make <laughs> minus minus the uh, like ridiculousness. <laughs> well, what, what I'm saying is is the comparison that I'm trying to draw here is that it's reaching everywhere. Like it's not just like it's hitting. It seems to be hitting like all phases of of everybody's life, um, whether it's sports or or a hobby that they do or Whoa. or school. Like it, it's hitting everywhere to the smallest thing. Not even not even sports, but like California and a bunch of places are canceling like elementary schools and public yep. schools and that's totally affecting parents that need to work that don't know if they're going to be working if their place shuts down because of this it's like this thing has impacted the economy socially it's just crazy so there's yeah. going on. there's two things real quick that i i want to i want to say and I, I believe so i was listening to espn and they had they had this doctor on, and basically, and I, which I'm sure they've had on a bunch of different shows. This just happened to be the one that I caught. They were talking about, or at least they had this doctor on, and they were saying that the reason why they're doing this is because basically the word that they kept using was they were trying to flatten the curve. They're trying to not – everything that happened in China, how bad it got in China and how bad it got everywhere else, they're trying not to have that happen here. So the word trying basically, to slow it down, right? Exactly. Where they're, yep. taking, they're taking all of these precautions, and – I, I was that same show that I was listening to. They were it was it was uh it was the only one of the only radio shows I listened to. It was Golik and Wingo, and they had they were talking about this uh 
some people who were sending them tweets talking about uh, just the virus and whatnot. And they read this one tweet basically making fun of the guy who sent it in. And I, I kid you not, this was the tweet. I, I don't remember what the dude's name was or anything, but somebody sent it a tweet and they said, and it just made me laugh. I said, the best thing for everybody to do is to do their own research and make their own determination about what they should do. And I was sitting there and I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like do your own research. Like where, where do you think that research is coming? It's coming from the people who are actually doing their, do your own research. Like how are you, how would you actually do your own research on this virus? And why would you be making your own determination compared to listening to the medical professionals? You know, like well, it was just, it yeah, was crazy. Well, not to combat that, to go along with it, but to say this, don't, if he's saying to, to everybody, to not go on social media and look at all your friends and friends of friends who are panicking and go to the store and buy, you know, all the toilet paper and Lysol and sanitizer that you should do your own research and educate yourself. (laughs) Then I agree. Cause there's videos online that y'all have seen of people rating stores of stuff like that. There was a guy who made a hundred thousand dollars reselling Lysol. And then there's another guy who was um, trying to resell 17,000 units of hand sanitizer, but Amazon and eBay blocked the resell. So now he's got all these units and doesn't know what to do with them. But either way, the panic, I think, is, is just – it's ridiculous, hyped by social media, social media age. You did not see this type of response or – and I don't think the response is in panic by the sports leagues. I think it's smart. But you didn't see this type of panic and like uh, mass hysteria with Ebola, uh, with SARS, with swine flu, and all this stuff has happened within the past um, decade. So this isn't something like – well, um, swine flu was like 08, 09. So, you know, I think it's hyped by social media a little bit. But what uh, Scott Van Pelt is actually doing, and I don't know if you guys saw this, to, uh, you know, as a positive on social media, considering that sports have ended and not just professionally, okay? He tweeted uh, yesterday, so many college and high school athletes, which would have been Friday, so many college and high school athletes saw their seasons, maybe their playing careers just end. Uh-huh. No send-off, no nothing. We want to fix that. Share their stories, photos, and videos here. We should certainly have the room uh, for some to join the show. Let's celebrate them with the hashtag of Senior Night. Obviously, he hosts the uh, SVP Sports Center at Midnight Eastern, so he ain't covering nothing besides talking about the virus, you know. So the fact that he, you know, can showcase high school athletes, college athletes. There's a lot of great senior athletes that, um, you know, you mentioned Sabrina at at Oregon. Her career just ends. She ends the goat, but still. Um, careers ended right like that. We don't get March Madness. We don't get the typical things. So the fact that he wants to do that for high school and college athletes is uh, a bright spot in all of this. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so I think one of the things that we can do, uh, we can do here, and I've sort of been been writing this down as we've been going along, is sort of to keep up with the tradition that we have on this show. Uh, is every time we have a guest, we do a, we do a grill the guest, but instead of having it be a uh, sort of rapid fire, um, you know, answer this question in a certain amount of time kind of thing. I think we could ask a question while I'll talk about it and then kind of move on to the question just based on everything that's been going on. Um, so and, it, uh, so, so it's you not guys, a grill the guest. It is a grill the guest, but it's a, it's a special version. Wow, of you're just guest. ruining our, my marketing right now. Your marketing. Did I not come up with that? I mean, it is our show. Are we changing <laughs> it to like a charbroil the guest? Yeah, we can do that. Charbroil no, the guest. Bake, bake the guest. Bake yeah. the guest. It's like a slow, slow burn. 
Simmer the guest. All right. Bake the guest. I like bake the guest. Wait, wait. Um, cook chicken in. What? What's Sam cook chicken? Oh, in again? boiled chicken. Boiled boil chicken the guest. The guest. <laughs> boiled the guest. There we go. Boiled oh, the you guest. In, you're in the hot water now, Josh. Oh man. Boil the guest. Um. So, <laughs> I like that. That's fantastic. Um. So, I wanted. I want to start with. Um. I want to start with the NBA. Um, so let's uh, let's jump there. So the NBA right now is uh, supposedly on a 30-day hiatus. So keep that number in your head, 30-day hiatus. I'll ask you both, do you think, one, it's going to be 30 days, and two, is it even smart to bring back the season or just to mm-hmm. go, you know what, we're going we're gonna to relax on this season. We'll just play next year. What do you guys think? Josh? Uh, that's a tough one. Really what, um, it just depends because I've heard things about this virus where, you know, at least in, at least cause we all, well, Sam usually, um, but he's still West coast. We all usually in California, once we reach a certain temperature, um, I'm not sure what that is. I've heard this, I actually a professor told us uh, once you reach a certain temperature. 3. Okay. There you go. Then the virus can no longer, um, <laughs> no, exist. That's not the right thing. Well, you know, I think whatever. It's a certain temperature. <laughs> Don't believe what you hear, kids. Sam, <laughs> Sam just said he was going to put me in hot water. It's, there you go. It's eighty. It's eighty-two point three outside, mom. I can't get sick. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been somewhere in the eighties. Either way, um, reach a certain temperature, virus may go away. But obviously, you know that may not be the case. You know, getting up to a certain whatever that temperature is, East Coast wise, it, it just depends. I mean. You even have to look at what's being implemented um, from government, like certain travel bans could cause um, maybe this to slow, like the spread of this to slow a little bit. I'm not sure if they're going to do certain bans within the United States as well. I know they already have one coming home from Europe, Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, that, that could help it. Will the league be back in 30 days? It's like an, I, I don't, I can't give you a clear answer. The only thing is I wonder if they're going to, and I don't think they've made any definitive statement on if they're going to continue the season from where it's is right now and run it into about like July or August, or if they're going to, um, you know, just basically start the playoffs. So I don't know. Um, definitive answer, answer. No, they will not start it within 30. Uh, two, I think they should just start the playoffs. Because, yes, as a Kings fan, like, I want to see the Kings make the playoffs. But I also don't want to see the Kings not make the playoffs, if that makes sense. You want this to be the reason why they miss? No, not really why they miss. But it's like, we've had so many years of disappointment. It's like, okay, put us out of our misery, like, really quick. Don't drag on the rest of the year so the Kings could get down to one last game and then... Buddy Heal doesn't get subbed in. Who's you know the they're best gonna be three point shooter in the league, and they yeah. go. <laughs> you know they're gonna be mad if they never had the option though, and that doesn't just go for them. That goes for Portland, um, Pelicans, Spurs. Well, like that goes for all these teams, especially the Pelicans. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How can they be mad? First off, this is such a special circumstance of what's happening. If the NBA were to be like, guys. The only way we can finish this season and you guys get your bonuses is if we do it this way. So please stop. Yeah, and 
I agree. I don't. I don't think that they um, are going to be back in thirty days. I know Adam Silver has been pretty adamant about the fact that they're going to at least like they're trying to give a hard like. Yeah, it's going to be thirty days. Here's the thing, though. I think. I think it comes down to optics, and if let's say hypothetically they did come back in thirty days, and then a week later somebody else, somebody else came out and was like and was tested and they had the coronavirus. What are they going to do then? They would suspend they, it again. They would have to suspend it again. So then, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So then, nightmare. exactly. So, and you have a league that's so, I, okay. First of all, if the, I think if there's going to be one like sports organized or sports league right now to just say, we're not going to play the rest of the season. I think it'll probably be the NBA first. Cause they're normally, out in front of this, they're a very progressive league just because of just really just because of Adam Silver. I don't if they're going to do anything. I agree with Sam. I think they should just start the playoffs. But if if they are even taking any like consideration of the fact that somebody else might get it, then there's really no reason to play uh, the rest of the season. And I don't think, just like Sam saying, I don't think there's really any. Any way for any of the NBA players to really be mad about that? He, Sam's right. It is such a special circumstance. And, you know, like Josh said at the beginning of the show, it's not something that we've ever seen yeah, there's yeah. before. No I mean, yeah, as, exactly. as a basketball fan, like, I'd like to see the season go into July and then head right into the Olympics and more basketball. Uh, and, in, you know, even speaking to Olympics, like, I think at that point, nope. I think the weather will be in such a way where they'll be able to have the Olympics I don't know, without man. the threat of the virus. Uh, it just Potentially, takes one but, country, though. Yeah, and I think the thing is, is that like I, like I said, in terms of in terms of opt- optics, you don't want to be you don't want to be the league that says, ah, oh, you know what, we're going to push through it and then end up getting it. And you know, I yep. just, I, See, I don't know. I, I, it's about health and safety. I don't get yeah. as the NBA, you're like a multi-billion-dollar like organization. Can you not test? every single player right now and ensure that they're in quarantine. So then in the kits, it's like a lack of kits, like not even um, a lot of hospitals, just like regular hospitals have these kits. Really? Apparently like it's cost so much money. Yeah. There was a, yeah, there's a huge shortage on them. Apparently we get like 97% of our antibiotics and medical stuff from China anywhere. So that's just not like, that's got to change going forward. Like not getting into politics, but we should probably figure out a way to change that if possible. Yeah. Um, considering, well, it came out of China, but either way, um, it's about health and safety. Shout out Eric Hart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and Sam, you had mentioned something. You had mentioned something earlier. You had said that you don't, and I totally agree I with you. mentioned a lot you, of things. You do. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boiling chicken. Wise, wise person. <laughs> um, you, had, uh, you had said that you don't necessarily think that any of the NBA players can be really mad and honestly i think the only athletes who have a justifiable reason to be mad are seniors in college right now or high school now or or high school exactly yes or high school or um Um, i think they're the only people who can be mad it should be understanding but i really think they're the only ones who can be mad so i'll shift this to the ncaa now um are you uh are you guys happy that all of college – well, I don't know if happy is the right word, but um, once once the professional league started getting 
canceled. I mean, we're all in agreement, right, that it really made no sense to, to keep playing college sports if the professional leagues were going to get canceled after that. That was kind no, of obvious, right? it was handled obvious, right? so poorly, though. Because you had it every was. single individual uh, league, like the Pac-12, the SEC, yep. blah, 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 the big – they all said that they weren't doing it. And then the – what was it? The Big Ten actually played games. And the NCAA was like, wait, no, 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 no. Big that, East tournament was at halftime. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my, it was handled so poor. Like, NCAA, please <laughs> get it together. Like, just send out an email. Yeah. It is not that hard. Like, yeah. We are not. We are closing everything down. That, that is it. If everyone else does it for you, yeah, then t- it's easy. Yeah, to have to have again, like I was saying earlier, optics like to have to have a game be shut down at halftime is so bad. That's so bad. Um, and like I would have imagined that as soon as like, I, I mean, I can't understand why what the NCAA as a, as a community was thinking in terms of, in terms of the basketball tournament to go. Hey, you know those guys who are actually getting paid. To do this, you know how they're closing down the league. Yeah, these these guys who aren't getting paid and who are making making us money. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Um, yeah, that that didn't make any sense. Yeah, and I I don't know. I don't really ever want to come to the defense of the NCAA because so there's dumb. a lot of things that. Just, <laughs> but just I will. I, I do want to. If mention, there was a sh- if there was a show, <laughs> this is not coming. Right. <laughs> this is not coming to their defense. But I do want to mention one thing that a reporter said. Um, and he did say, you know, the NCAA was considering postponing March Madness. Um, uh-huh. You know, so, so you know, Kansas dropped out of it and suspended all of their athletics. Duke, same thing, their winter and spring athletic championships. And so it was like, why didn't the NCAA cancel before those schools did? Those, did those schools basically make the NCAA cancel? Um, but, you know, when you look at Possibly. it, they were, to, they were trying to postpone it. But they also had to consider if we postpone it, then this sets – certain players back that are uh, about to graduate Yep, that sets them back and looking for jobs. It sets them back for preparing for the draft, whatever it may be. Whoa. And so a lot more had to go into it um, than just like the NBA or a professional sports decision. And so in that way, I can kind of see why this is still not coming to their defense, but it's just something to consider that, that I hadn't before. So, yeah. Oh, I got another thing too, thinking about giving the NCAA a break. They have their, an umbrella over so many more entities than the NBA is what the NBA is 30 teams. There is so many NCAA teams in this country that they have to be concerned about. So at that point it's like, well, kind of makes sense that if you're taking into account every single one of those perspectives, let me, let me ask you guys this question since we're, uh, since you had talked, since we talked about the cancellation of, of March Madness and whatnot. Actually, no, Josh had brought up the the idea of postponing March Madness. If one playoff format is going to come back in these, I don't know, 30 days, hypothetically, do you think it's going to be the March Madness tournament or do you think it's going to be the NBA playoffs? March Madness. If one had to come back within 30 days? I'm not asking you which one would you prefer. Which one do you think has the higher chance of coming? Yeah, out? March Madness. Between no, I think March Madness is done. No, I, I see. I agree. Yeah, with, I, I agree think with the, Josh. the I NBA think playoffs. The NBA. Will, I think the NBA playoffs will be played this year. Actually, I think if you get into Wait, you said in 30 days, 
No, well, I was just saying hypothetically. In thir- I was just putting a number. Like it can be thirty, sixty. I, I don't know. Just in upcoming, which one do you think has the greater chance of coming back? The playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs. I think once you cancel March Madness, and we're gonna go with no fans anyway. Those are those are venues that you have to they have to book out all those venues. Like they don't own. Like they, I know that traveling bands perform say it's just like staple center it's not like the lakers and clippers own that place but i'm pretty sure they could get those teams in there for playoff games even if it wasn't the scheduled night you look at this whole tournament and you also like i said earlier look at the the logistics of guys you push back the timeline you got graduating seniors i i just don't think i just don't think any of that works there's a lot more venues to book that were already scheduled for a certain time like the golden one center is one of those venues like if what if the Kings what if they played the rest of the season they just so happen to make the playoffs there's a conflict there like there's just too much um, there's just too much that would go into it so I don't think the NCAA tournament would be a viable option to come back at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam, this next one may be um, maybe more. I think you're going to have more knowledge than either Josh and I. Um, so the MLB has pushed back opening day about two weeks now. I actually. I have some. I have something to tell you guys that I didn't tell you guys during the, the week because I wanted to save it for the show. Your marriage. Um, uh, yes, last week. Okay. You know. um, so actually, we actually, for the first time in the history of the show, actually have a quasi inside scoop. What? To one of the major sports leagues. So one of one of the trainers at Fitness MD has a friend who happens to be in the MLB. And this person is a pitcher for a team in the MLB. I'm not going to say who it is, and I'm not going to say what team because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want this to anyway, and <laughs> not that I think it would ever happen, but I don't want this to anyway uh, make it back uh, to to this guy. So, one of my coworkers at MD was texting this pitcher who's in the MLB because they're they're like best they're best friends. He was actually at my coworker's wedding. Um, he had asked him, he said, hey, like, what's going on in the league right now? Like, what, what are you guys planning on doing? So the MLB has pushed their uh, opening day back two weeks. But according to this said pitcher is they're prepping to shut down for, like, the season. It's pretty much what they have been told. Like, hey, be prepared that we may not even play this season. Hmm. So there's a That's little crazy. inside scoop, I guess. I mean, for, I had to say, you, but they could cancel half that season. It'd be all right. Um, It'd be all geez. right, man. It would be. <laughs> It'd be all right. What? Well, I, in terms of the number of games. Yeah, you know, they'd be playing. Hey, Sam, just take this, right? That's hey, American. Hey, ain't, favorite, no, ain't no pastime no more, man. Hey, Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> old people are getting older. Let's just say that. Hey, Cincinnati Reds, day game. Do they have like a thousand people yeah. there? I think they had like a thousand, only like a thousand people at one day. I mean, <laughs> Corona's Corona's what two hundred fifty or more? Okay, so they just okay. You can't have meetings of two hundred fifty or more, so they just they just over that threshold. But I don't know, man. I mean, they, season ticket holders will bring in the revenue, but man, that's that's a whole other topic. Just 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 answer the question. <laughs> so well, well, so Sam. Hey, hey, if you're watching from Cincinnati, hey, hey. hey just, just wait till the Warriors start losing again all these years. See how full the Chase Center is. That's I think it'll true. still be full, but that's that's um, the case. Sam, there still be no, no, no cap on all of these. 
so Sam, as our resident baseball fan, do you think? Do you actually think that baseball would be fine if they canceled half the season? Well, this would be me going out on the biggest limb. I think of our for sure. There's no way that I would have any idea how. Nope. Why? So you know what's funny? I was thinking about this at work. Like I thought baseball would be one of the safer sports of contamination because not everyone touches the same ball. They pretty they switch balls in and out throughout the game. They do have gloves on. I know they they do have throw with their hands too. But um, just to me, it was like oh. I, I guess that'd be like, like no one's touching um, their mouth except with like the pitcher. Right. So like you're not getting in contact with the face that, that aside, it shocked me um, that they said that they were going to not even have the season. That's crazy. If it feels like an overreaction. Mm -hmm. For sure. And you know what you were talking about baseball being one of the easier sports to to, to not be contaminated. I agree with you. And I actually thought in my head um, that the, the easiest, like actually the, the, the easiest in terms of all the sports to be ongoing would be golf. Just, yeah. just in the sense that the only person who you're really in contact with is your caddy. So if your caddy and you don't have it, then you're fine. Just make sure you don't touch anybody else's golf ball. The fans aren't there. You're good. Golf is already a quiet game anyway. I don't really know how much of a difference fans make in terms of just any regular day tournament. At the Ryder Cup, it would be different. Yeah, and they, st- they still the canceled. Masters, yeah, they still also got they postponed it. They canceled it. Postponed it. I think, I think well, maybe a deal, too. They're trying to protect fan safety in terms of them traveling there. And we just don't know how long the thing will last. So traveling for fans to there and who knows, they could get it and somehow give it. it it's just anything can happen. But it's, it's outside, right? So if you're outside in an open space, yeah, this thing is past, you know, when you're in the close contact, like office quarters, like three to six feet away from people, you know, you're, it, it can exist on surfaces for up to nine days. You, you, you know, sneeze and wipe your nose and you touch your keyboard and somebody else touches your keyboard. Like that's how it's passed. So I think like, like you said, golf would probably be, be if you have a caddy and a, and a golfer that are safe and they're sharing equipment, but they're safe and they got Purell on hand, like big time, then, you know, if they can get Purell after <laughs> that guy bought like 17 grand, 70,000 units. So, you know, all that to say, yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah um and so here's here's another uh question i got for you guys because it's something that's coming up and last year in nashville there were over five hundred thousand people in attendance oh, are we talking about uh, that wrestlemania was... no oh, <laughs> man i mean we could if you wanted to, but... <laughs> um <laughs> But that was the NFL draft, which is now being held in Las Vegas. And if I think any of us had an educated guess that there were 500,000 people in Nashville, there were going to be more than 500,000 people in Las Vegas. So what in the heck do you guys think the NFL is going to do with the draft? (laughs) Postpone it. Are they going to postpone it or are they just going to do it like – Via email. <laughs> nah, because the NFL is all about that TV ratings. That's what the thing, too. They about are. The, uh, 
golf uh, postponing the Masters and the Players Championships because they could theoretically, I feel like, do it without fans, just like what soccer was doing for, for the sure. last couple weeks. But that wouldn't be the best product they could put out. Like we're no. also talking about businesses here, and they're trying to get that up that bottom line. So it, it's only in their best interest to put out PR wise. Hey, we're concerned about safety, but it's also they want to have the best product, and fans make the best product. There's NFL a draft, draft live right stream, no fans. When is the economics? Uh, when is the NFL draft supposed to happen again? April twenty fourth or something like that. Yeah, because I mean, if we're looking yeah, at that, April. I mean, who knows? Like by that point. It could potentially be if we lock down on it and the weather heats up, it could be less of a threat. And it's in Vegas, you know, the weather be heating up sooner there. So who knows? What if Roger Goodell has Corona? <laughs> I don't know. Then he has it. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Oh, so this is another thing that I've read. So the NBA. Um, if they were to just go straight into the playoffs, how would that affect the NBA draft coming into this upcoming year? You know, because you eliminate the possibility for teams to tank. Well, we'll actually last. Yeah, we'll, we'll just speak to that. The teams that are bad, <laughs> yeah, are probably, you know, how many games are left? Well, there's a 49, 40, there's like 20 games, 20, 20 some 20 odd games. games. Yeah, that's a lot there's of time. Man. But the, <laughs> but the deal is with that, though, the percentages are not what they used to be. Like, if you got the first overall pick, which, first of all, different than the NFL, you look at the NBA, it doesn't even matter if you have the worst record, right? The Knicks were supposed to get Zion. Mm-hmm. They had, did they have the worst record or they're like worst or second worst? And the Pelicans got them. That's because of the new system, right? <laughs> so you used to have the team that got the ping pong ball first pick 25 percent chance now that's down to like i, I wish i knew the, the exact numbers it's down to like 16 and a half 17 and a half and then there's a couple teams right in there with like 14 and a half percent 14 and a half percent so they're not rewarding tanking as much so i think the teams that are pretty much bad right now it'll be the same way if you play the last 20 games or not and now basically if you're going to be a top draft pick i mean you look at uh, wiseman from memphis he couldn't even play this season he was uh, suspended. I think it was the academic thing or uh, transfer ineligibility. He's going to be a top pick. Somebody that the Warriors probably eye him. They'll eye um, the big man from Kansas as well. Blinking on his last name. Um, but you know those those guys are already going to start training, and the teams that are bad are going to be bad. And as the Pelicans proved, you don't need to have the worst overall record to get the first pick. Um, it's so random with the ping pong balls, and it's in a, it's in a way good because it doesn't reward the tanking. So 20 more games of tanking isn't going to – I don't think it would benefit anybody, to be honest. Except for the Washington Wizards. Washington Wizards, man. Bradley Beal's a, Bradley Beal's a straight bucket, all right? <clears throat> that guy, man, I just yeah, wish they put somebody around that guy or he'd, he'd go to some other team. But he's, he's um, I guess you could say, for, from loyalty's sake – he is hard-headed in a good way. He wants to stay on that roster and continue to put up numbers. He's, he's like, like, damn, he's like, yeah, dang. those two guys, right? Those two guys are, are the uh, hard-headed yet loyal guys. And, you know, you got to respect it because it's like, well, if that's what they want, they'll make max money. They'll stay loyal. And at the end of the day, it's what a guy wants to do. If he, wants to, if he feels good about his decision and he can go to sleep at night liking it, then that's all you can ask. 
Um, one thing, too, if the playoffs were to start in 30 days, the Lakers, I feel like, would have an immediate advantage with getting their old roster healthy. Well, yeah, fresh them, the Bucks. Again. let's think about what just happened with Giannis. Well, the Bucks need it. I feel like yeah. the Bucks need it, too, yeah. Huge, yeah, though, all the, the both those teams. Like, let's think about what happened in that Bucks Lakers game last week. Like, Giannis had that that freaky fall, right? And a lot of us, I don't know if you guys remember that when he uh, went up for the dunk in his left knee. Did any of you see that? Yeah, no, I didn't see it. But yeah, I knew it was so he went up for a dunk. Yeah, uh, Bradley. He had drove against Avery Bradley. Bradley fell. A lot of people said that he flopped. Um, but either way, you know, guys are gonna fall when Giannis drives into the lane. Um, he goes up for the dunk, lands funny, and his knee is like – it's like a hyperextension of his knee. Um, he got an MRI and everything was okay. But that's like – he's out. He was going to be out anyway. So this is a time for teams to rest. It's very, very unique. You know, like we've seen um, the lockout in 2011. We mm-hmm. saw that was a 66-game season. The season started on the 25th of December, uh, Christmas Day. So we've seen, you know, games missed up front. We've never seen anything missed at the end. And it's always about who's hot going into the playoffs and, you know, who's healthy and hot. You combine that, then you can get, like, you know, the exact right combination that you want. You don't get any of that. Like, how can – no? you can't be hot going into the playoffs. I mean, a lot of these guys can't even practice together as a team right now due to quarantine rules, right? So – I thought the NBA said that. There are um, – I I think even though that may be the case, I think for the first couple of days here, they're not even doing that at all. I thought Cuban said that the NBA allowed them to practice together. But it has to be – I think it has to be minimal. They have to be at, like, separate ends of the gym and not everybody at once. It's – yeah. Clubs were initially allowed to hmm. – I believe they were initially allowed to do that, but they had cranked it up to where in the first couple of days they're not doing that. And even if you look like I follow LeBron on Instagram, like you, you watch his story – Oh, yeah. who doesn't? Like you, you look at his story or any of these other guys. <laughs> they're either playing COD, uh, Fortnite, or they're going to the gym solo. You know, they're not working out in big groups or even with teammates right now. So I think yeah. that that might be the initial thing. But there's no, there's no way to tell. Like, there's not going to be the traditional momentum. There's not going to be the traditional health, no health. It's basically you got this period to rest and get healthy, and if you can, then you know, be ready to go. But it's it's very it's very weird. It's just weird. You won't see anything if, like this, you know, ever again, hopefully. If we have already played the last regular season game, Josh Carson, who is regular season NBA MVP? I'll throw it back uh, to last Giannis week. Yeah, MVP here we go. Because Woo! he has – he's oh, having, if no. arguably not, the most efficient season in the NBA statistically – I think he's right up there with Wilt Chamberlain's like 64, 65 season uh, PER wise, which measures, I talked about this last time. He's kept that number up there. It measures um, the value that you add on the court as opposed to a position level player that could, you know, just an average player that could take your spot. I believe that now LeBron had made his strong case in the last uh, weekend against him. Right, Did they he? beat the Bucks on Friday. They beat the Clippers, and now all of a sudden, everybody's anointing him a uh, MVP. But I don't think you can win it in a weekend. I think he's had a great season. I think um, you know that's a main. He's a he's the main reason why that team is where they are. But uh, you look at both supporting cast, and I think that Giannis has been able to be more efficient, lead that team to a better record, and 
do that with less star power around him. And I think he's more valuable to his team. I think if you take Giannis away from that Bucks team, um, they're not going to be where they are with Chris Middleton trying to lead him as opposed to Anthony Davis trying to lead the Lakers. You know, it's funny because we, me and Jason talked about that last week, but Jason, you got anything? Um, you know, I, I mean, with Josh, he brought up the numbers and the stats and I'm a huge numbers and, and stats guy, not for, not for evaluating like, talent and whatnot but in terms of at the end of the season if you're talking about who's going to be your your uh mvp that's the first place that i turn to um and you know i i agree with josh in the sense that uh uh Giannis is having an, an incredible season um but i also think that lebron has a really really good argument um, standing next to Giannis as well, just just in the sense that their stats, while Giannis hasn't been points by, I think, almost five, um, LeBron, just what he does on the court with with his vision and uh, his leadership, his, I mean, he does, he does literally everything. Literally yep. everything. Um, and we were talking, I mean, there's, and it's not like I'm tr- not trying to diminish what Giannis does, but he's nowhere near the passer yep. that LeBron is. Of course, we're realizing now that there might not be anybody in the league quite ex- quite like LeBron when it comes to passing because I believe he's leading the league in uh, assists right wild. now. It's um, wild. And if he's not – yeah. And not only that, but Sam brought this up last week, and I think he nailed it on the head. I think that age – should play a little bit of a factor in this. I mean, the dude's yeah. 35. And- He's 35 years old, and it looks like he just hit the peak yeah. of his career. And you're talking and you about you got to think this could right potentially be his just- last chance to win um, an mm-hmm. MVP. Not his last chance to continue to dominate or arguably be best player, but win MVP. And, um, you know, I would not be mad if he won it. Um, I think he's led his team in a great way. He's He's been uh, – Last time he won it was 2013. So we make this case for LeBron every year, right? He is the best overall yeah. all-around player in the league. Um, obviously, uh, leadership on that team. And at, at the age that he's at, I feel like every year we make this case. There had been some voter fatigue for him, I think for sure, for uh, many years there. But now, you know, we're into 2020, seven years removed since he's won the award. Like, I feel like he could very well – Regardless of Giannis's numbers, Giannis just won it last year too. So it's almost like I feel like now it's almost frowned upon. And when's the last time there was back to back MVP? It was LeBron twelve thirteen, I think. Or Steph. It was no, Steph. Steph. Um, it was Steph. Yeah. With the unanimous. I'm surprised so, you missed that. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. Do you think the NBA would give ever back, do that give again? a back to back? I think yeah, I think I yeah, think Giannis is deserving. I think with a back to back you have to have um, certain requirements. I think Russell Westbrook was was different because his team got like six seed that year, but after the year after KD left, but he had averaged that triple-double, and he was like – people were watching him for MVP the whole year. I think if you want to make a case on your second year after winning MVP to win it again, you've got to have the best record in the conference, if not in the league. you got to lead your team. you got to be efficient. you got to be leading the league in some type of category. Um or at least above the other MVP candidates. So like for, for Giannis, that would be scoring and potentially rebounding above LeBron. 
Um, and and his, his team does have a better record, although they've trailed off a little bit here. Um, they do have a better record and they have beaten um, teams by, I mean, I don't want people to forget the last time, like LeBron and Giannis, right? This last time they played um, a couple Fridays ago, people were saying that LeBron basically had his way against Giannis. While that was true offensively, defensively, Giannis, he still scored like 32 points. Now, I don't know if LeBron was his main assignment. You can't put that all on LeBron, but it's not like Giannis was shut down. And then the first matchup, the Bucks and the Lakers, Giannis pretty much dominated that one. He hit like five threes. It was a record amount of threes. So against LeBron this year, the, the notion that LeBron somehow owned him because he won that last matchup by like nine points or whatever, and Giannis still had 30-plus, I, I don't go for that notion at all. One of the things that we had talked about last week um, – was and since we have you here there's no reason not to talk about it again is one of the arguments that a lot of people will make and Sam and I sort of bounce back and forth on the validity of this argument like it's something you can address but it really shouldn't be the end all be all um, is the argument that if you take a player right off the team what would that team be like and I was telling Sam I was like I feel like that's an understandable way to, I mean, I get why people would do that, but at the same time, you're not really comparing Giannis and LeBron at that point. You're really then just comparing right. the Lakers. And the that could even be the case for any team. Um, and I that don't could be, think like, that's Take Jimmy fair... Butler off the Heat. Are they, yeah, exactly. are they as good? I know they're a good unit. Like, take, you know, take uh, Dame off the Blazers. Do they make any run? I mean, I think there's a, there's a most valuable player to every team. So to use that, you know, exactly. In the case of, and especially when you have a have a good team, like you had a Warriors team, like exactly. Steph Curry was obviously MVP that year. They went seventy three and nine, right? But nobody yeah. was making the case like, well, you know, you take LeBron off the Cavs or you take Steph. It's like he was just you could see it. It was eye test. It was numbers. He had record threes that year, four hundred plus. It was just like you knew he was you knew he was most valuable, not to the team but to the league. It's like the league's most valuable player. Um, and I still think LeBron is the best. There's difference. There's like, there's best, there's most valuable. Like, what, what do you want to say? Like, I still think Kawhi Leonard is in the running for the best. Is he most valuable? No, because he like sits out all of his games. But, you know, you want to, but, but you can make the argument. Like, yeah. if you take him off the Clippers, <laughs> yeah. they're probably not going to win a championship. Well, I think that's the case with any of the best players. So while I understand that and think it plays a little bit of a role because it does show value to a team, like, you could just make that case for anybody you know, anybody in the league on, on, on any of their teams, mm-hmm. you know. Bogdan, Dude, you Bogdan, take Bogdan off the Kings, right? Or actually, you take Buddy out the game, and he's three-point contest champion. You know, they ain't winning. It's <laughs> Yeah, man, there's some problems. There was, hey, shout uh, out there was a baby coach of the year. I know, dude. seriously. I'm telling you, for as many things as Luke did, like, bad at the beginning of the season, it seemed for whatever reason for, like, uh, there was a 15-game stretch after the All-Star break where I was like, oh, wow, maybe he figured it out. But then he goes and does something like he did on one of the last games the Kings played where he didn't have the literal three-point champion out there uh, to take the uh, game-winning three. Yeah, let's throw it to Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Which, to be fair, Bielita has been having actually – be hit that year. game winner in Houston but, earlier in the year on that three, so he had that play teed up. Yeah, but it's like it's, it's <laughs> and then he got body tagged. 
I swear, it's like every time Bielitsa shoots a three, he shoots <laughs> from Serbia, dude. It's like from like a million miles away. Bielitsa. Um, I mean, he's got range, <laughs> but that just that was yeah. But really, anyway, uh, you know, if they go straight to the playoffs, scratcher. it's going to show these teams like Sacramento, you know, and, and not even Sacramento because they're still. I hate to keep using throwing around the expression, but they're still a younger team. A team like Portland, hey, <laughs> they are. Not, yeah. not a, hey, a team like Portland <laughs> should. I don't want to be rough, but man, they should almost be ashamed of themselves in a way. Man, they were the three seed last year, and they're scrapping mm. for the eighth with with Carmelo Anthony, one of the greatest scorers ever. To be That's, fair, Nurkic, yeah. Nurkic, was Nurkic is out. Game, Game's been Game out. CJ, TJ's been out. Like, why do you start the beginning of the season so bad? Like this is going to show teams like. You know, okay, you want to try to turn on the, the end of the season. You never know. Like, literally, this is the definition of you never know what can happen. And all these teams' chances just may have evaporated like that. It's because back in October, November, they were just, you know, losing games. They didn't start strong. So. And how do you, how do you feel if you're Nurkic? You get ready. You're like, you're ready to come back and play. And then all of a sudden, the league gets canceled. Right. Like, oh, well, well, I heard this is crazy. Damn. Oh, dude, you're gonna, dude, <laughs> like... I cringed when I heard this because I knew it was some guy just. It was, uh, man, Tiki and Tyranny afternoon. Somebody sent them. It's like, this has happened. The NBA is suspending the league on purpose because they want Clay and Kevin to come back to play in the plus. And they're like, wait, hold up. I think the Warriors are pretty much out of contention already. So, Clay, that doesn't make any sense. Kevin, I mean, what's he, Kyrie had season-ending surgery. Like, stuff like that really annoys me because that's people trying to find conspiracy theories over something that – the league has no control of like yeah. the NBA does not control yeah. a coronavirus. Like I no nobody controls a virus. Well, maybe China manufactures uh, a virus. And I don't know about that. But, you know, yeah. Coronavirus is so, coronavirus. Let's, let's think about this. China, what they do? Let's uh, let's think about this too. So if they started with the playoffs, you have a first round matchup of Utah versus Oklahoma City. Does Oklahoma City not sit there and be kind of hesitant? to play a Utah team with two guys. Cause we, this is still like a disease that we don't know a lot about. It's like the whole thing when magic came back after uh, announcing he was HIV positive and guys were like really hesitant to play with him. When that also happened in the first, in that first round matchup, if Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert come back. Well, I want to be interesting is if the league lets them play. Cause the league could just step in and go, Hey, you're not going to play. Uh, is that fair? <laughs> I think it is for the safety of uh, for the safety of the league. If they're going to bring back the league, if they literally just shut down the league, basically, and you know, it could. It's really just to prevent the spread of the virus. But it coincidentally happened to coincide with Rudy Gobert testing positive for the coronavirus. If they bring back the league, <clears throat> I could 100 percent see the league stepping in and going. Well, you're just going to sit out just because we can't risk the spread of this disease. Hmm. I could see them doing that. Do I think they're going to? I mean, I have no way to, to know that, but I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Another thing, too, we would have Dallas versus the Clippers in the first round. And we would have Denver <laughs> versus Houston in the first round. Those are pretty good first round matchups. So... Dallas Clippers, today. yeah. I mean, the Clippers will win it, but Dallas would give them. Dallas would give them a fight. Dallas is scary. And who is it? De- Denver and who? They're kind of scary. 
There's only a four game difference. Denver and Houston, dude, upset, man. I'm sorry. Every yeah. year Denver's just not dude, they they just ain't it, man. Just they're that team that they don't have enough. No, Denver, they don't have that they don't have that guy. Like Jokic Jokic is Jokic would That's be such a great sense. second piece on any any like contending team, like throw him on Oh, oh yeah. Sacramento. Dude, you put him on there, Jokic will lead him. <laughs> But it's like you can almost – I don't think Jokic is as good as Anthony Davis or even fits into the role. But, like, he could be a, he could have been the second piece if Anthony Davis wasn't there. Like, he could be a great even supporting piece on, like, uh, Houston or, or throw him on Clippers and you have, like, a big three. But, yeah. Yo, what if Jokic yeah, well, was yeah. on the Clippers? I mean, then the Clippers, the Clippers are the team because they got they, – they have that lockdown defense too, man. I, I'm telling you, like, you get into the postseason – I'm. I am. It, and they you know, don't last, have that. Since bait, last time you know? I talked to you, they hey, got so trend. Sam. Since the last time I talked to you, I picked the Clippers over the Lakers, right? And I know right. you had L.A. Um, Lakers, right? You can't say L.A. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. LA, LA will be in the finals <laughs> if L.A. and L.A. plays. Yeah, it's a lot Covers of ground to travel, uh, home and road. But either way, you know we. Why did they even right, change the court right? at that point? They should just do it <laughs> half and half. Yeah. They should just like literally combine their two. Yeah, but, combine you know, the two. But this is factoring. Yeah. That, that, at that point, obviously, we had no clue. Um, there would be the the tragic passing of Kobe and everybody in that helicopter on January 26th. We had no clue that this virus would hit and all these teams would have a rest. I think the speaking specifically to the Kobe thing, Paul George, obviously, um, big Kobe fan enthusiast, um, had worked out with him. Kawhi Leonard, same deal. But when you play for that Lakers organization, LeBron James is um, what is he in his seventeenth seventeenth year right now? Yep. Is um, is really not his last chance to win? But there is so much. Like he knows, he knows. He, I, I believe seriously, he will have that. You might see a LeBron James killer mentality for. You know, you don't see it as often because he likes to defer. He likes to make the right play. But there's just something that tells me that man, he might will that team all the way. With that type of, you cannot discount that type of emotional energy, that type of passion. They got the KB patch on their jerseys, right? That is Kobe's organization. You know, this is the year that that is got has to be in the back of their minds, fueling them. And the LA Clippers, although LA, you know that it's it's just not as synonymous, obviously, to their organization. So I think you you have LeBron. I still will give the Lakers. Um, I think the Clippers are still a better team overall, and defensively they're better, and I think they have more weapons. But there's no there's no discounting and counting out LeBron since since I saw to to uh, his credit since I've seen LeBron in that 2016 Finals when he came back on Golden State, whether Draymond was kicking people in the nuts and Steph was injured, whatever he came back and had that effort. I said I never doubt that guy again in the playoffs. I don't care. I never <laughs> doubt him again. Well. The uh, and you use the word defer with LeBron, and I don't like that word with him because I think there's a difference between deferring and, like you said, immediately after that, making the right play. I don't think that's deferring, I think that's just having a high basketball yeah. IQ. Um, but I get, what, I get what you're saying with LeBron and coming back with just like, hey, we're gonna win this for Kobe, but I also. I, I do think, you know, you had, you had made the joke about Kawhi sitting out uh, like 57,000 games this year. Um, and oh, yeah, even Paul guys. George sitting out a handful of games as well. And so I do think that 
if the NBA does resume and the playoffs immediately start, I do think I kind of have this this feeling about the Clippers that they haven't they haven't yeah. shown everything yet. Like they're they're sitting back, they're waiting, and when the playoffs roll around, they're gonna rear back their they're gonna rear back their ugly head and just snap at everybody that comes through um, because they're gonna be healthy. And they're going to be like, okay, you know what? It's play yeah. time's over. Like, and, here and you we know, go. their main guy, the right? That they're they're an emotional team, right? Montrez Harrell, Patrick Beverly, these guys show emotion. Uh, even Lou Williams at time. Well, maybe not Lou Williams the most, but their guy, their robot. You just don't know what's going to happen when Kawhi Leonard gets in his zone. That's the one guy in the league. I think you put him and and possibly uh, you know a healthy Kevin Durant against LeBron. Yep. Those are the two guys that I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know what? They could go one on one with him and take him, you know. And Kawhi's gonna guard him too. Yeah. Um, you know, not not to judge everything yeah. off one game because I know the Clippers won the previous two before the Lakers won that last one. But the Clippers were on the were they were on the rise. Um, they had won a couple games in a row, had put together some good streaks. The Lakers on the road went into uh you know the Clippers and they beat them. And LeBron was huge in that game, and he looked fired up. That I think that was a glimpse at a playoff LeBron. So I mean, there's just there's unanswered questions, but um, a playoff ready LeBron, a dominant LeBron versus a Terminator, Kawhi Leonard, who's not going to back down. I dude, seven games. Like I don't think it will go anything less. I think it'll be a seven game series. Yeah, I'd be and surprised. Be great. Yeah. That's exactly what we want. We want that. And then East wise, I mean, just to even want to jump to that. I mean. Bucks and somebody else. I'm glad you yeah, jumped Bucks, to these because I was Bucks about to. Bucks and somebody yeah. <laughs> else. Maybe uh, – well, it depends on seeding, right? I, I Philly, thought Philly – you know what? Honestly, Sam, I thought Philly was the one team I think that could challenge them because I saw that Christmas Day game. Giannis, Giannis shot his healthy, worst – and, and this, this could help them too, right, because of this break. Giannis shot his worst yep. field goal percentage in his entire career. He was 9 for 27 that game, guarded by Embiid. This is what every single team in the East needs to do. Watch the footage of what the Raptors did in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. What you do is you put a capable, willing defender on Giannis, and the Raptors put Kawhi Leonard on him, right? How many people right? have – And I know nobody's like that, but if you want to put a long, <laughs> yeah. sizable guy who can move his feet on him, maybe you put like Ben Simmons on him, right? Then what you do, you have two bigs in the paint. The Raptors had Ibaka and Marcus Saul. The Sixers can have Al Horford and Joel Embiid. And what you do is you make Giannis go into there. You make him drive and kick out and other guys beat you. You clog the lane. You get back on your brakes because he's great in transition. You clog that lane. The Boston Celtics in the semifinals last year against the Bucks did this brilliantly in game one before they dropped the next four. Some Somehow their game plan just totally broke down. It could have been a meltdown on, on uh, you know, Irving didn't shoot the ball that well as well, not to put it all on him. But the game one where they went to Milwaukee and they blew out the Bucks. Um, I watched a, some guy break the game down. It was like every fast break, the Celtics built a, you know, a proverbial wall in the paint. Giannis could not have free reign driving in there. So you look at that capable defender on him, two bigs down low, wall up the paint on breaks, and you make him beat you with jump shots and you make him kick out and make Chris Middleton. If Chris Middleton beats you with jumpers, Yep. If if uh, mm-hmm. you know Divincenzo beats you with jumpers, like these are the guys that you are willing to to give up. But Giannis cannot drive down and dunk and, and beat you that way. And I think the Sixers, honestly, they get, if they can get healthy, I just think they have the pieces still to, that are the best to match up with uh, 
with Milwaukee. Maybe Miami from a team defense perspective, but I just don't think Miami has enough stars at the end of the day. But that's just my take on it. Yep. Solid. That's why we have him on the show. (laughs) Well, it sucks, too, because Houston's going to beat the Clippers in the second round, so we're not going to see the Lakers versus Clippers in the in the semifinals. That's yeah, because, you know, they got 6'5", P.J. Tucker, who's going to go in there and grab all the boards. Bro, they shoot 53s a game. Yeah, 50... What did they make? What did they miss against the Warriors in that one conference finals? They 26 threes in a row. Like, that's the type of thing, man. Yeah, hey, hard to, hard to dude, that's the like type that. of thing. You get to playoffs, that's getting shut down real quick. All right. But but Hart, but Westbrook. I don't believe that, in Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry. I don't care, man. I never seen it in the playoffs. Never. Who here's here's the thing though. Like with the Clippers, you were talking about the the Rockets beating the Clippers, and I don't know what you were kind of saying. Yeah, that man, that was, no, no, that was like, tongue and five. Those no, two cheeks and a full tongue right there, man. Yo, I, that was a swollen tongue and swollen cheeks against the Clippers. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have the coronavirus. Bro, <laughs> making you swollen cheeks, man. You got um, a dry cough too. Chalk that up. Oh my gosh, and no. So I'll tell you what. With the, with the defensive team, like freaking. Like the Clippers, the Clippers are just gonna run them off the three yeah. point line, dude. Oh. Dude, that, like, it's just not gonna fly, man. They they're gonna win the reg, regular season games and even go on on runs at times because teams aren't just gonna they ain't gonna be ready. But you game plan against that in the playoffs and it slows down and it's more of a half court game. There's no way that PJ Tucker is gonna out rebound Montrez Harrell. You know, like. Bro, we've been saying that this whole year, and they the random games where they get. If you watch some of their games where they got wins too, they went into L.A. and they beat the Lakers one night. Um, which is it? Covington mm-hmm. had some tough corner threes. Like these were really tough shots that they made. And if they do that, if they do that in a seven-game series against the best defensive team in the NBA, and they win four of those games somehow, then it's credit to them. But they have to be literally they they have no room for error, right? Because they already know they're going to be given up. They're giving up size. They got it. They can't miss like ten threes in a row. Give up these runs. It's just, it's not going to work. That is just too easy to game plan for. And if you are, um, you know, Clippers or any other team against them with bigs, you just play uh, backyard uh, and and uh, you know recess basketball and just say mouse in the house, give it inside. I'm going to back you down. And if you bring a double, I'll kick it out. But it, that's what you got to do. But it works. It works the other way for the Houston because then you're going to have Montrezl Harrell guarding on the perimeter, and LA doesn't want that. So it but, works the but, same. Harrell's not, yeah, not that's slow. Not, no, that's not what I'm he saying. He might be. That's, that's not yeah, his. I can see what you're saying. Like he might be a little playing. bit slow trying to close out at times. But okay, who's he going to be closing out on? PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker, decent three point shooter. It's not like he. No, you can get him switched. You could put him in switch, but it's you not like the, the Rockets though. They're not. James Harden and Westbrook will drive. But at the end of the day, James Harden, yeah. he's looking for the three, and he's looking for his ISO step back three or an ISO drive. Like I don't think he's a threat to yeah. drive and kick out to you know Russell for three or something like that. If you had guys who are looking to break you down and, and they they got it to their last option, Harrell was guarding the guy and he drove, then possibly. But that team is that team is three or layup, right? So what you do is you just force them. Hey, hey take a couple steps in, right? I'm gonna force you into a drive on this switch. With Harrell and pull up for that mid-range jump shot, so yeah. there, there's ways to shut that down. So this is why I think Houston is so smart in what they've done. They have created it so you cannot have a bad defensive player on the court. 
because they have James Harden, one of the best isolation players of all time, Russell Westbrook, just pure athleticism that gets into the hole against anyone. And you have Eric Gordon, who is very underrated as an isolation basketball player. Yeah. Right? So as if you say Kawhi and Paul George can guard the big two, right? You still have Eric Gordon that's going to go against the Clippers' worst perimeter player. If that's Patrick Beverly, which he could be all hype. I kind of want to see Russell Westbrook go at Patrick Beverly <laughs> do that. Because Watch his knees, man. <laughs> but that like Houston just exploits mismatches all across yeah. the court. And even if LA is this great defensive team, they can't really defend Houston because of personnel. Yes, you can game plan, but the you have the players on your team. That's it. You're stuck with that. And Houston can match up yeah. against those. Well, players. hey man, I I hear your points and I think it chalks up to this, right? What do they say at the end of the day? It's a make or miss league. Houston makes their threes, Back. man. They they're going to go on. They're going to go on if they could just hit them at high clips. But I've just seen too many times they're the three-point shooting team, like even more than the Warriors in the past, and they just go cold, and boom, they're out. James Harden. Now, now here's, here's something that could help them, though, because James Harden hits that wall every postseason, and we see it. We see it because yep. he's playing he gets tired. big minutes, and he's racking it up. Mm. Well, guess what? There ain't no playing big minutes right now unless he's you know going playing pickup somehow or whatever. So this is good for him in a way because if he could save himself a little bit and Westbrook, you know, these, these are guys that rely on, uh, you know, heavy minutes, deep minutes, um, handling the ball a lot. And so, you know, you may see it, but the other teams will be ready too. So it's not like they'll have more of an advantage. This, this playoffs is probably going to be like one of it outside of the first couple games, I feel like will be really shaky, but after that, after everyone gets their rhythm back, it's going to be like all. It'll be it'll playoffs. be great because it's wide open. You know, you have this is what y'all, a lot of y'all, have been hoping for for a very long time. Your parity playoffs. You don't have a team with a considerable three stars like a Steph, Clay, Kevin, or anything like that. Add a Draymond to make it like a fourth um, solid piece star, whatever you want to call them. You don't have that team that everybody's looking at and saying that's the top of the mountain. We got to knock them off. You have every team. With you have like, I think legitimate shot to win a title like Clippers, Lakers, Bucks. That's three. I don't know if you want to throw in the Rockets. I wouldn't put them in the title discussion. No. But you got at least you got at least no, like three teams that could win. When in the past years, uh-huh. you know, as far as we can think of, it's always been I got to knock off the Miami Heat. Then it's like I got to knock off the Golden State Warriors after that. And now we're finally like, oh, it's pretty much open. You know. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Jeez. Jason, you... <laughs> I was I was just, I was just enjoying listening. I, I don't I don't think I said anything for like seven minutes. I was, yeah, I know. I noticed. I was just, I know I was enjoying listening. <laughs> um. Yeah, that Rockets game plan is not going to fly in the playoffs. Oh, it's just thank not. you. It's not going to fly. Get that James Harden. Jason, out of your Jason, would be like the first take moderator gonna, over here, man. Look, so, I like it. So, so let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, l- let me let me pull up some stuff for you real quick. So I was doing I was doing okay. a little bit of side research while you guys were while you guys were um, blabbering. So let's let's pull it back to these last five games that the uh, the Rockets have played. Right. Um, we'll, so we'll give it we'll give it some fresh. Um, some fresh PJ Tucker center uh, data and some fresh Rockets data. So in their last five games, 
Let's see who these uh these esteemed Rockets have lost to. They've lost to the Knicks, big, Hornets, big, big Magics, L. Knicks, Hornets, Magic, and the Timberwolves, right? They also lost to the Clippers, okay? So, actually, no, I'm sorry. They beat the Timberwolves. They lost to the Clippers. They got those two backwards. So, Let's go to the Clippers, right? So we'll go. We'll go look at the. Uh, we'll go look at the Clippers now. We were talking about the Clippers, and we were talking about uh, Montres Harrell. Well, they also have Zubac, right? So they're both bigger than PJ Tucker. So let's see how many rebounds PJ Tucker had in that game. He had six rebounds. He had six rebounds in that that game, right? Yeah. So we'll go to this Knicks game, right? How many rebounds did he have in this game? Why are you picking oh, up PJ Tucker? He's supposed like, to be their oh, center. Well, 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 he had five rebounds. Uh, he had actually, five Robert rebounds. Kind of plays this. Doesn't he do the? Tip? They also James Harden's done the tip. I don't see hey. the Houston team rebounds because Westbrook gets a bunch of rebounds and Harden, for his credit, gets rebounds to get those triple doubles. So he, here's, he gets here's, in there too. Here's what I'm saying though: if they they're going to run into a team, they're going to run into a team like like the Clippers or let's see who are they going to play in the first. They're gonna so they're gonna play the Nuggets in the first round. Yeah. Right? And here's what the Nuggets here's what the Nuggets are gonna do. They're gonna be like, Oh, okay. I see uh, I see your PJ Tucker and I'm gonna raise you uh, a Nikola Jokic. And so they're gonna throw it down to Jokic, yeah. who's one of the best passers in the league. He's gonna body PJ Tucker a handful of times. Then the Rockets are gonna have no choice but to send in a double team. And Jokic being the player that he is is gonna kick it out. And Denver's going to have their way on offense. Now, Josh said it was a make-or-miss league. He's 100% right. He is 100% Wait, is, right. Wait, who is Jokic passing it to? Who is Jokic passing, passing yeah. it to? I don't know. Somebody on his team who has – on the team who collectively has 43 wins. Yeah, so – Jamal third in the Murray. Western Conference. Jamal, yeah, yeah, who's – outside of Jamal Murray, who, who do you trust as a Denver Nuggets fan to make threes consistently? I didn't – I said Will nothing Barton. about threes. I said nothing about threes. Who they? Who, honestly, though, I said nothing about shooting threes. There's a difference. There's a difference between passing the threes and passing to the open player. Just because he's passing out of the post, Gary Harris. doesn't mean he's passing the three point line. The point that I'm trying to make. The point that Josh, I'm trying to make is that no, I'm just, just off the top, off the top, right man. Michael Porter. Does Michael Porter still play? Sorry, Jason. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that it, it's it's going to be easy. For a team who has a who has a good or at least a decent big man to exploit that matchup, and then you just play the inside out game. Regardless, you don't have to be shooting threes to exploit that matchup. And then in terms of defense, because that's I don't know, that's kind of where I <laughs> I, I love defense. It's if you're playing against a three point shooting team, then that's for me as a defensive player. And if I was a coach coaching against that, I would love that because the one thing if you're like so. Look at that! Look at the old Spurs team, right? Or you look at the um, or the Miami Heat yeah. from a couple of years ago, um, and they may be they may be a little bit different because the Miami Heat. I mean, they had LeBron and D Wade and Chris Bosh, but and you look at the Spurs team; they were so hard to beat because they were just solid everywhere. Like you can throw out a game plan, but if they didn't beat you one night with you know. Kawhi Leonard, then they were going to beat you another pass, night with, pass, their, pass, with their yeah. passing. If they, they didn't, yeah, they were just going to pass around you the entire time. If they beat you with threes on one night, then the next night they might beat you with, with driving. And if they beat you with driving on one night, then they might beat you with shooting. And then maybe Kawhi Leonard beat you 
with the Rockets, all you have to do is game plan for one thing. That's true. And doesn't matter how many shots you it doesn't matter how many shots you put up, you are gonna go on runs where you're gonna hit everything, but it all evens out eventually. You gonna you could start hot like like the other night with the Kings when they were playing, I don't know who they were down down to. It was like twenty one to one in the in the first quarter. And I was sitting there, I was like, Okay, well, you know, they're heating up, but guess what? The Kings are gonna heat up too. And whoever yep. they were playing, they're going to cool off. And by the end of the second quarter, Game it runs, was all even Especially out. live and right? die so, by the three, man. I know these are a bunch of, like, cliche expressions, but it's it's so true when, you, when you're when shooting the long ball. It's true. It's true. So if you're a coach and if you're a, um, and if you're a defensive player, then it's like, okay, fine. Shoot your threes. We're just going to keep running you off the threes. And if you eventually get one up, fine. But we're not going to give you any open looks from the three-point line. And if that is the sole reason why you've been winning these past few games, then figure out another way to beat so, us. So we've been saying run the Rockets off the three-point line for, what, six years now? And they have been relevant for all six years? Does that but there's not a difference that, they've, that that's not something – it's not easy to just simply say that. But there's a difference between – no, it's not easy. I mean, yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but there's a difference between what they did now versus what they they did back then because now – Well, I'm not talking about James Harden. Now they have officially eliminated the center position, which they hadn't done in the previous years because they had Clint and Yeah, to um, make a comparison to – like people said that about the Warriors as well. Like you want to limit the amount of threes that they take, but why were they still successful? Past couple of years, they, they passed the passed. ball, but they also well, they had a seven foot monster there you go. named Kevin Durant. So Durant. that's the guy, and <laughs> this is where the the art, the lost art of the mid range jump shot, and a guy who can just go get you a bucket from anywhere comes in, and it's your small forward, it's is your small forward position, a guy who is um, able to defend and shoot over the defense and go get a bucket in crunch time. I don't trust Russell Westbrook to do it. He's never been that guy. He should have let oh. Kevin Durant do it more in Oklahoma City, and maybe Kevin Durant would have never left that organization. Okay, Kevin Durant is is one of the main reasons why the Warriors um, were able to be successful. You give it to him in, in, in the postseason, that is. You give it to him, he's going to get you a bucket. There are only a couple of teams that have that guy. Houston Rockets isn't one of them. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. It's the Los Angeles in the I Western agree. Conference. It's the Lakers with LeBron James in crunch time. Because he'll either get you a bucket or make the right play, and it's the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard. Those are the two guys, and in and in the East, maybe you give it to Giannis, but he can't even hit that mid ranges consistently. Those are the two guys at the end of games that are going to go and in, in, in winning time will get you that basket. And I just don't think that's the case with Houston. They've never had that guy. They always they're going they're three or the, or their layup. They don't shoot mid range jump shots. And in the playoffs, man, that mid range jump shot is the killer of all killers. Michael Jordan won the Bulls. A champion, his last championship with a pull-up mid-range jump shot. That was a diff- different right? NBA. It still NBA. doesn't matter. Like when you, it's still basketball. <laughs> it's still basketball. And that's the type <laughs> of play, a winning play. I'm not saying shoot that shot the whole game, but a winning play at the end of the game, you have to be able to have that in your arsenal. And the small port, the small forward position is so important. So many championships won with a small forward who is probably going to make the Hall of Fame in the past decade. Take the Iguodala team. And take the Dirk team. All the rest of those teams have pretty much had that guy. Kobe shooting guard, small forward, can get you that mid-range jump shot. 2010, LeBron, LeBron, Kawhi in 2014, um, KD, LeBron. I mean, you have to have that small. That position is so important. 
So I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I mean they you, do have a guy. Yeah, you know, James Harden. Who's and Sam, if you get it forward. right, like hey, if you get it Who right, Sam, I will come on here playoffs. and give you so much credit because this is something that like you well, like people have been saying this for years. Like they really want there's a, there's a uh, certain people who the constituent that wants to pick Houston and they want Westbrook. They want Westbrook with Oklahoma City. Or they want Houston and James Harden. Now that Westbrook's there, those guys they want them to succeed so much. But it's like they've gotten there. But just they can't get over the hump. I mean, Houston last year, granted, they did not have Westbrook. But, dude, they had the Warriors. They had a Durantless Warriors that they had at home for a game six. And they, they can't tie that thing. You know, you know who they are? You know who they are? They're yeah, the Lob City? From a long time ago. Yes, they're Lob City. They do City. something they're, really they well. Are yeah. Chris Paul, DeAndre I, I, Jordan, I'd Blake seriously Griffin. believe it. And look at what's the what's the common denominator of that team as well. Why don't they make the finals? They ain't got a small. Chris they ain't Paul. got no small four to go get him a bucket at the end of the game. A six foot guy can a no, six Chris foot Paul. guy can only give you so much, right? Chris Paul would go get them buckets sometimes, but you can only do so much. Blake Griffin wasn't reliable to hit a jump shot. Neither was DeAndre Jordan. So I, I think it really matters when you're looking at winning time. Like Kawhi Leonard is that he hit the fadeaway mid range jump shot to beat the Sixers in the finals. He'd pull up from yeah. mid. I mean, it's just, it's a big, it's a big time play. It's a big time shot. And if the Rockets do it, I'll give you so much credit, but I just don't think they're going to beat the Clippers in a but, seven game series. But, no, I don't think so. Not a Josh, chance. you touched on it though. Yes, James Harden has struggled in the playoffs, but what was the reason for that? Because he had to carry his team for 82 games. This season, that's not the case. Yeah, and he gets this rest. We all acknowledge that he gets amazing. Yeah, but everybody points. else does too, and though, at the same seen, time, you know. James Harden is different. With a, he went what averaged like forty in the beginning of the year. It was on fire because his legs were under him, and he gets to hit that step back three that no one in the NBA can guard. That is a but, killer shot. But how many times have we said that the regular season doesn't mean anything when it comes yeah, to the I, playoffs? Like that's great that he's doing that in the regular season, but he doesn't because he's yeah. tired. I just, I, we'll have to see, but I just I, well, okay. we think, I think we've come You're to right. a point with him where it's just like, I, I'm sorry, like they say, um, you know, if you can have faith without seeing, that's true faith. But at this point, dude, I, I got to see it. Like we've talked about it every year with him. I realize different but, circumstances. We'll see if it happens. I just don't think his team is better and well suited enough to beat either LA teams. Period. Couldn't we have? Couldn't we have said that about LeBron before he went out and won a championship against OKC? Wasn't everyone saying the same thing, that they needed to see him prove it? Yeah, but he finally got the team around him, I think, that could do that. He had so, a big guy. He had way – like, he, he was never going to be able to do that in Cleveland because his second-best player was, like, Daniel Gibson. Like, that was a tragedy that he even stayed on that team for as long as he did because they never got him any help there, man. Damn, Mo Williams Mo. cried a little bit. See, I forget, forget about Mo. Like, how do you have Mo? I'm sorry, man. That all star. That's tough. But I don't. My, I. I don't, I'm just gonna go back to that argument that you made about him being tired in the playoffs. Like, so was everybody else. But he's so a jump shooter. Everybody else. That's what he relies on. Well, then you're just giving credence to to Josh and I's argument that the, sh- the jump shot's not gonna work. But this like year that. it will. But this Why? Year it will. <laughs> okay. 
But why does he get the rest? Hey, here's well, the, here's the deal. Else. It doesn't matter. You get a month's rest, but if you pound that ball for the duration of the shot clock and you're still trying to shoot long step back jumpers at the end of a playoff game, that hey, if you make it, more power to you because that's a tough shot at the end of a postseason game when you got that type of uh, weight on your shoulders and you got people you know you know in the back of your mind people are expecting you to get there eventually. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough hurdle for him, man. I hope I hope if he can do it, it'll be a great feat, and we'll celebrate him for it. I just don't see it. I I, I don't think his team matches up correctly with the other teams. I just don't. I, don't I just either. don't see it. They're doing it. Go ahead, Sam. Sorry. Take that. Take that till the end. Take that till the end. You know, <laughs> you and Ryan. Yeah. Hey, I you can't wrote... believe you're going against your man uh, Shannon hey, Sharp's you... guy though, LeBron. Are you? You're just going against Kawhi. What you think? I'm not going against. I just think that. Houston do you think that Houston team? can make the finals and beat the Lakers though? Uh, the Lakers are tougher, I think, than the Clippers. Maybe, Jason, this man been hating on the Clippers all year, man. He's been well, hating on the Clippers. I, mean, I don't know why. All <laughs> year, he doesn't like Kawhi, bro. Anthony, they can't contend. I just with don't Anthony think he likes Kawhi. I don't understand why you're saying that the. The Lakers are a tougher matchup. I, the only way that I can say see you saying that is you're just because the Lakers have a a, a dominant big man. And they can't the Clippers guard are Kawhi is on okay, that level. Well, man. Who can Kawhi guard Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> Give him respect. Uh, he's a dynasty ender. At least Robert Covington. He's a dynasty killer, man. Nobody can. You never of seen guard. no guy go up to <laughs> to out of the country for one year and win a championship and end another dynasty. That's tough, man. That guy's done some tough stuff. Yeah, he played against a uh, Milwaukee Bucks team that you were just preaching about Giannis. Oh, I guess that makes Giannis look really good this year, huh? That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> that doesn't make any what sense. What do you mean? <laughs> You're just preaching that the dude is having a dominant year and he was doing the same thing last year and got But to playoffs. speak to Giannis's defense, Giannis is – 24 years old, 25 years old. Last year, oh, last man. year was his first time leading a team in the playoffs. James Harden has been attempting to lead teams in the playoffs since like 2014. When he was a baby, Giannis is basically the baby right now. Pretty much well, out of James Harden out in the of East, and let's see what happens. Harden in the East. Oh, that would be dirty. It would be the same. I mean, this is one thing too. When, God, I don't hey, even want to hear that, Jason. I don't even want to hear Giannis, his voice. <laughs> he would dribble, yeah, dribble, dribble. There was dribble, a Giannis Harden like, feud. People, someone change. tried to make a point on Twitter like uh, Giannis got bounced um, by Kawhi is in the playoffs and James Harden been taking the Warriors to the brink every year. I'm like, that's a very bad argument. Well, Harden has had to go against that Warriors team for a amount of years. He did lose early on in his career to a Damian Lillard team, right? Oh With that walk-off walk, walk shot. That was like his first time really trying to lead a team. When you have a guy yeah. – Sam, was that that game that you yeah, and I were yeah. in? When, when oh you have a guy gosh, trying to lead amazing. a team in the postseason, his first year, and I don't know if you guys were like – I did an NBA draft pool last year, and I picked the Raptors to win that in six. I don't know if you guys did that with me, but because I basically expected them to play Giannis the way that they did, um, block well, so off the paint. Uh, you're a basketball No, no, not a guru. 
I just had a feeling that would happen last year. I had a feeling that would happen last year. And people looked at me crazy. So you ain't picking the Bucks again. It's too early for them. It's too early. The dude's got to learn. He has to learn what it's going to take. And I think this year now, there ain't no Kawhi there, really. I mean, I think the only team that's going to challenge him could be a Miami team defense. And I know I'm leaving Boston out of this. I just don't, I don't, I just don't think they match up as well. Or a Philadelphia. I think this is his, I think this is his time. This is his time to go. Could Toronto actually play them? Because they Toronto, yeah, and they still yeah. have Mark. They still got Pascal, who's grown up. Hey man, but guess off. what? Guess what? They ain't got. They ain't got no killer Kawhi. And guess who? Guess who? They ain't got. So they got the best player in the whole universe, Kevin Wayne Durant. They ain't got him on their team. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, is that his middle name really? Kevin Wayne. Wow. Uh, we I need to see that. Off That's the one team I'm looking. If you want to look forward to next year, just for a second, man. The Brooklyn Nets. That is either going to be a, a massive success or disaster. a big disaster, media wise too. Those guys will blow up the media because they they just don't care. Oh, dude, Kawhi yeah, Kyrie, and Durant. Yeah. Kyrie and Kevin Kyrie, are. Kyrie and Durant. Oh shoot, dude, I'm man, sorry. I, those My are bad. two of the most sensitive guys in the NBA. I like Kevin, but dude, <laughs> they are. Man, they're gonna like trade. They're gonna each give each other e- their phones. Burner like, accounts, man. You, you <laughs> so make a burner burners. account for me, and I'll make one for you. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna happen early. In the- oh, great game, guys! Uh, you guys are playing so well on this ten-game winning streak. Uh, what's one thing you guys could see improvement in? They'll like, no, they'll be like, you guys, are you, you guys serious, are playing, re- yeah, you, you guys are playing real well. I just think we need another piece. I think they need another piece. Can we go get another piece? Can we go get? Uh... Yeah, who the hell says <laughs> that? was that? horrible. And they, and the report was like nobody in the locker room was really mad at Kyrie. They understood. Blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't care if they understood. If I'm his teammate, I don't want to hear. We just need one more piece. I'm BS. Like, what are you like, there about? was, you know, that, everybody that's read that. That's really like, horrible. It's crazy because uh, LeBron said that a couple of years. Well, ago. they really did need another piece, though. <laughs> <laughs> and LeBron, LeBron is at a different type of level than than Kyrie. Kyrie, like LeBron has carried teams on his own. Kyrie has has really never done that, you know. There's, I guess, it's probably the idea of like, okay, here's your, here's LeBron, here's your leader, yeah. who's saying this versus here's Kyrie, yeah, somebody and, and who's Kyrie's brand new to the team as well, this. so you have to think about that. Um, in yeah, Boston, true. He just got there, be like, wow, you guys really dude, suck. Like, and the crazy, the craziest thing about me, about um, a real quick note on like Kyrie and Kevin's careers, those guys from the mid, the early to mid 2010s till now. The narratives on their careers have changed so immensely. If you think about that, like they were the two most beloved players. It was like Kevin was beloved, LeBron was hated. You know, Kyrie was beloved. He was Uncle Drew. He was a young guy playing uh, in Cleveland, basically trying to carry, you know, a LeBronless team. So nobody would could hate on him for that. And then. He was like Trey yeah, Young. He's kind of like kind of like in that position, right? No, no, no reason to hate on him. He's yeah. a very beloved guy, right? Then he makes, you know, oh, why do you want to leave LeBron? He goes to Boston. Oh, I'm going to stay. I'd love if you guys would have me back. He says that at the beginning of the season. First of all, dumb. You don't ever say anything like that right. to fans. <laughs> and yeah, then he leaves. And he, and, and he leaves after a very sour playoff series. He shot like 7 for 24, and then he shot 7 for 25 in his last game. Like, it was pretty bad. So he leaves that team. And then, and then with Kevin, obviously, you know, although I will forever support him in doing it, 
people will forever hate him for go- leaving Oklahoma City and going to Golden State. And then the way like the Golden State thing ended was very weird. Like you could you could just tell he wasn't he wasn't feeling that team. Like he wasn't the the Draymond situation. I watched an interview. He was uh, Kevin was being interviewed by Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson on a podcast, and he said, "I already knew I was gone from that team in the middle of the season." Like you hear that after it, and it's like, dang man. Like even in the playoffs, like he knew he was gone. Like that, that that's just not. That's just not right. Um, he didn't like how they handled it. Sam, what are you eating? Huh? What are you eating? Uh, bones. Bones? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Does, does it sound like it? I mean... Bones? A little we bit. Already, we already got Josh's breathing in this. Is, that, anyway, is my breathing so really bad? The, the other odd... Yeah, it was, okay. it was like, in the beginning. It was like... You were like, you sounded like Darth Vader. We'll <laughs> hey man, at least I know I ain't got no shortness of breath, so that's good. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? So it's funny because you had you had said that people had had hated Durant for for leaving, and I know that Sam and I were both kind of like, or he's a, at least he's I can speak for myself. Yeah, exactly. Like we were both. <laughs> Sam we forever both been a hater, man. That way, and I. I <laughs> Sam forever been a hater. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. I look back at it now, and with what they did and what they accomplished, I don't really blame him for leaving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Nine years. Like, I, I don't blame yep. him for going there. Yep. Nine years with the so, team. I do. I mean. Couldn't he have done that with OKC? No. No. And I don't I think mean, that team would have ever won. Uh, I don't think that team would have ever won titles with him. Harden Westbrook. I think people people make that argument like that would have been some type of dream team. Nope. Nope. No, it wouldn't have worked. But with Westbrook. Eh. I don't know. This has been the coronavirus edition. Oh, maybe. Uh, nothing to say. Pretty much. We just went from I mean, we pretty went all much over the board there, man. We went from uh, <laughs> coronavirus right. to Sam eating bones. <laughs> their, uh, their peanut butter... Or their peanut butter filled pretzels, so good. Oh. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna go freaking back to. <laughs> oh wait, no. Who was who was on the show when you were eating a, <laughs> a bagel, <laughs> and somebody was like, "Oh, of course, it's a bagel." Um, was it Ben? Gosh, was it? Was it? I, no, I think it was. was it, uh, I don't remember. Because not a lot of people like. I, I think Josh would get that. There's only yeah. There's only a handful of people who know about you and your. And your honey, uh, honey banana honey bagel banana. thing. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> like, I don't... Can you clarify I that mean... a little more? Just a little more so I don't seem like a weirdo. Yeah, no, it was a sex game that Sam played. No. <laughs> I'd stick my um, penis in the hole of the bagel. <laughs> think of like, think of like, um, freaking out, uh, like horseshoes. The, the, the peanut butter and honey made it feel really real. Exactly. <laughs> this is this has gone off the rails here at the end, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how the end. That's kind of how these shows end. Honestly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Thing. So the the you the YouTube channel's been blowing up, bro. You want to say you want to over thirty three thousand uh, subscribers? Might I add? Did you get a million? Yes, recently. Recently, yes. Oh, a shout out to uh, everybody who tuned in to that one. I did a video. 
well now in retrospect and it's it, it's honestly i think it's been the favorite video i've ever created um reason oh, being wow. when i created it it was on uh Kyrie and Kawhi training with kobe at his mamba sports academy and i looked into this pro camp that he held before the season and he had <laughs> paul george was out there as well and he, he taught these guys uh he really taught these guys his signature moves out there and kobe has, had been so good at uh giving back to uh, the next generation of players and he was he was adequate about you know, equipping them with the skills necessary and the, not only the skills, but a mentality uh, to go out there and dominate similar to himself. So I put that together right before Thanksgiving, actually. And it was funny, like it, it, it had like, you know, a couple thousand, I think. And then the beginning of January, it got recommended or something happened with it. And it was picking up like 100,000 views a day and it's over a million now. So um, very grateful for that. And in, considering, um, you know, it's kind of my way of honoring the legacy of one of the greats of the game. Um, you know, considering his his passing too soon, so you know, I look back at that, and it's a piece of work that I'm I am proud to create, uh, to have created, and um, will always look back on and say, you know, that's one of the things I really had, in, in, you know, enjoyment looking up and doing that, looking up the reports on that story and putting together the content, and glad it was able to be seen by so many. Well, not only that, but let's. One of the ways that, you know, one of the best ways to judge whether or not people like the video or not, not necessarily the views, but the likes and dislikes. And you have 10,000 likes on the video and only 336 dislikes. Yeah, dislikes. Like, the majority, like the overwhelming The main comments people, I was getting uh, on that before. That video. And, it, it, and so it started to really gain a lot of traction talking about, you know, like the 100,000 views a day. This is even before uh, Kobe's passing. It was in the, like the beginning of January. The main dislike and gripe that people had with it is that um, I don't think it was not necessarily with me. It was just with those are uh, teaching them Jordan's signature moves because, uh, you know, Kobe basically copied all of Jordan's moves. So there's there's a section of people on YouTube. There's a Jordan loving that really don't see any common sense to anything else. There's a LeBron loving that don't see any common sense to anything else. Um, and I think there's a Kobe fan section as well that really don't see any common sense. And then there's, you know, just the, the, the basic troll who hates everything. And then there's the common sense people. And I got a lot of those good people on the channel. So I'm appreciative of them. Well, and that was your fourth video. Fourth two million. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. The Woo! Kevin, the Kevin leaving OKC was, was 1.8 million. And then I had a couple others in there about Shaq and Jordan and then Kobe. So um, that's a good list of players right there. And thirty one point three thousand subscribers. There you go. What's, what's uh, on tap? What's the next um, considering no sports, I have a lot more uh, evergreen ideas and history themed videos that I've had in the vault for a while that I've wanted to put out. Uh, but then I'll evergreen Ritter. Evergreen. That's a Ritter term. That's a, that's an oh, evergreen. Man, throwing it back. I know. Yes. <laughs> you just. Took I've had me evergreen back. stories, like, and evergreen. they're they're coming out. Oh, the next no. one will be about. Uh, the last time that the NBA uh, was suspended, and I'm going to uh, take a, more of a deep dive into some of the best moments of the 2011 lockout. So that's coming out soon. And then did you promise that you were going to grind? I did. During this whole sports? Yeah. Sport? Yeah, I saw that. Keep okay. me so to it. And the grind for me way. looks like, honestly, it looks like one solid a week. That's Once what it looks week? like for me. Um, okay. Yeah. Because it, it, yeah, it just takes time to to put into those. But um, yeah, it, it is it is my personal goal to continue to supply the content. Um, just because like 
I'm just, I'm just grateful. Like I have so much of it stored up that I've wanted to put out. Um, that's not like specifically timely. Um, so I'm going to be unrolling it. So it'd be good. Or rolling it out, not unrolling it. You know what I mean? <laughs> unrolling it. Yeah. I like unrolling it. <laughs> I like that. Um, well, Josh, it was great to have you on the show. And this was definitely something that we all needed to talk about because it was really, I mean, it's really prevalent uh, in yeah. the world right now. It's, I mean, I mean, it's not, some, I mean, like, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's reached everywhere. Um, it, it's touching every single aspect of our lives. Movies are getting pushed back. Um, sports is being canceled. Schools are being canceled. Um, the world is pretty much being put on hold right now. Um, and for a sports show uh, who who feeds off of uh, sports content, uh, we're living in a world right now with no sports. And it's... Uh, it's it's weird, and for me, um, just to kind of put final thoughts on it, um, one of the things that, that this virus has shown is just how far-reaching and important sports is because, you know, some of the things you, you grow up with, um, you know, you grow up with, with your family and, uh, you know, certain certain things that you always have growing up, and, and you never kind of realize uh, – what you have have had your entire life uh, until it's kind of taken away from you. And sports right now has been taken away from everybody. Uh, and it's a bit, it's weird. It's weird. Cause it's always been there. It's always there. Um, and now it's not. Um, so for the time being, uh, you know, we're all going to wade through this together and, and yep. see where and we in the time in a, being in a handful of, uh, watch handful of weeks or listen to the nothing to say podcast with Jason Russell and Sam Toomey. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to promote we're, it. We're promoting here. from that from within. Continue to, to watch. <laughs> Spread the word. No, they already listened to it. <laughs> if they've stuck if this at the far, minute part, man. I think we've got oh, them. Dude, you're devoted. I think I think we broke them in. <laughs> big time. Um, where you don't where you need to be advertising people. is is on your thirty one uh, thousand uh, subscriber channel. That's where you need. No, to I mean whenever we no, do episodes, I'll put it in there. So yeah. no. Well, no, 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 no. Well, we could bribe you off the show. You know. <laughs> oh, is that? Who is? I mean, is that the Josh Preston twenty fourteen mixtape? How do you, Play, know you know what? That'd be a great segment <laughs> to end with. Play sounds from certain videos of mine in the past and see if I can see if I can okay, get okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, 2014 mixtape, man. Oh, I know lordy. That. Let's see. Let's you gotta see, get let's the see. exact title here. Well, that'd be tough. <laughs> I don't know if this is this isn't. Oh my god, this is you. Um. Yeah, is that an NBA two K thirteen Grandpa J? No. Oh fourteen? Two K fourteen, bro. But Grandpa J. Oh my god. Let's see let's see if you can get oh wait. It's definitely not anyone. Wait. (laughs) No, here we go. (laughs) It's an old one for sure. Oh, that's a, that's a that's the thirty something thousand viewed uh, Josh Carson and Jason Russell backyard dunk contest featuring Jason Russell using nothing but a regulation yeah. size ball. Thirty thirty something thousand for a seven and a half foot hoop dunk contest. Yes, sir. I'm just yes, oh sir. my gosh, that was 
<laughs> There's nothing you can't do, ladies and gentlemen. Garbage. Why can't they? Oh my it? gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, dude. <laughs> That was so much fun. Yeah, Did we do one, one with Aaron? Aaron I think that's I got think. like ten thousand or something like that. Yeah, and then uh, there we go. And then there's the one that you and I. So you and I have done a couple. You and I did a one on one. Oh, yeah. the, here it is. Here it is. There's Aaron. Yep. It says featuring money. Um, oh, oh, he was money. He's back, just he money in cash. <laughs> yep. There it is. I remember we filmed that because we had an off day uh, oh, for JV. Gosh. And then you had an off day. For, we all had an off day because you were on varsity at that mm-hmm. point. And we had an off day and we went, uh, and we were like, oh, let's just go uh, Aaron's backyard and hoop it up. <laughs> Dunk contest. Why not? Dang. <laughs> is, there any Sam, is there any Sam Toomey? Oh, wait, there is a Sam Toomey in there. An indirect wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hold that thought after the ad. JC3 here, the baller featured the general, and today we are back on NBA 2K17. Yeah, I know. Amazing, right? This is what we've come to in this game. Shaq versus Shaq. Oh, that's an indirect. How did you know that? Shaq, were you using Miami, Shaq? I think you were using Miami, Shaq, right? This is the. This is honestly one of the funnest things I've ever done on 2K, man. We, that was <laughs> easily the funnest I've ever had on 2K. Oh, we oh yeah, like, there it is, there it is. Playing this. <laughs> oh, dude. Nothing but, nothing but threes. Oh, man, shot, this has man. been fun. I love that. But I came back. Oh, man. I came back. Dude, uh, yes. Was it? Is it 3-1? Oh, my gosh. It was a 3-1. Uh, that that was when three one was like crazy. the running meme, and I just didn't want to hear it. Of course, that happened. See, that only got. Oh, that's that's jacked. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a there's a comment on yeah. the dunk contest that we did with Aaron, and there's a comment that says, "A hey, money looks like who... the." Uh, you Looks rim. like the type of dude who breaks <laughs> your rim walks away. Yeah, the next that's day, a classic. Like, I'm showing that to Aaron before. And I was like, what's the, what's the username on that guy? Uh, burner account. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm showing him that. He's like, yep, there you oh, go. Money. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that was so much fun. Oh, man. Well, Josh, this has been uh, really fun. I'm glad we got you back on. Um, and if the, M- if the NBA playoffs resume, I'm sure we'll have you on uh, at the, right love at the to. beginning and then right at the end. Wait, why would uh, we have Wait, why would he have, Why would we have him on? The Warriors aren't going to be anywhere near the playoffs. <sighs> oh, whatever. Dis, Sam, diss our guy like that. Sam, right? forever been a hater, man. Just take now. your Shaq win. Take your Shaq win. All right, man. We're happy about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you all so much for listening. Again, if you stuck with us uh, this long, actually, you know what? We're not surprised because you ain't got uh, nothing better to do right now, probably. So, um, so thank you all so much. Hope you're all staying healthy. Hope you're all staying safe. Uh, and we will be back uh, again sometime next week, probably on the weekends now. So, thank you all 